0: Hello, and a warm welcome to our many listeners from around the world to the BBC Countryfile magazine podcast, or the podcast as we know it. It's your chance to come with us on adventures into the great British countryside and escape boring stuff like commuting, work and bad weather. My name is Fergus Collins, and I'm the editor of the magazine. In this episode, the last of 12 podcasts in our season four, I'm on an early morning mission to meet a spring songster, the Woodlark. It's a fairly uncommon bird and I've never seen it before in my life, but its song is said to be totally magical. So, after tracking down some rumours on a few websites, I set out to a heath on the outskirts of southwest London to try to track some woodlarks down. Listen on for a bit of spring wildlife magic. Plus you'll also hear Robert Byrne's delightful address to the woodlark, read by Aileen Booth. I've just arrived at, or just got off the train from London at Longcross which is kind of a remote station it's only about 40 minutes from Clapham Junction and I'm here walking along a little path with a very high fence with one side and a pine wood between me and the railway I'm heading towards somewhere I've never been before called Chobham Common, which is and sorry not far from I think you can probably hear in the background the M25 and the M3. Um, and Chobham Common is the largest nature reserve in South East England. Something like six or seven hundred hectares building site on my left. chopped trees haven't reached the common yet just walking along a sort of funny little path, wouldn't want to walk along it at night Uh, so it's a pretty murky morning in early March Um, and I've just stepped onto Chobham Common surrounded by gorse at the moment, in flower and there are lots of pine trees to my right along the side of this sort of peaty path and dog poo bags as always so this is a huge common in Surrey sort of southwest London on the outside, well just beyond the M25 here and uh, this is a lowland heath by that I mean it is actually covered in heather or lots of it is covered in heather and that's quite an interesting sort of habitat which I haven't really explored in podcasts so I don't know what to expect today there is a reason that I've come and uh, I'm hoping that somewhere in this massive heathy common there'll be a woodlark singing now I've never seen there goes a wood pigeon and a few tits scattering around the trees. I've never seen or heard a woodlark and that's a shame because they are one of the more beautiful singing birds but they sing quite early in the year. Clear days from early February. It's not a clear day today. Uh, I quite like these missions because not many of them go well <laughs> so when they do go well it's really feels rather miraculous. I've just, I've just arrived it's so an absolute muddy swamp uh, looks like someone's just driven up here and driven round and round and round in a circle uh, and there's brambles everything is a bit sort of dead Or birch forest ahead birch forest standard birch trees in fact I'm surrounded by birch trees only seen a little bit of heather so far so, I'm gonna try and walk away from the big one. There's a dunnock singing, the squeaky wheel, but we'll see. I'm just gonna have a wander. I've only got a few hours because I have to be back at the London office for a meeting. It's a wren conversation. Yeah, this is like competing wrens wren fight yeah two male wrens either side of a path in the scrubby brackeny. yeah really going for it and there goes another train a oh, uh, grey squirrel scampering up a pine tree, following a path. I'm hoping heading south. Chobham um, Common is well famous for being an open lowland area. Uh, it was never really farmed, I don't think, or it certainly was farmed millennia ago when the trees were cleared and then uh, the soil was fairly degraded and not very fertile there's a robin singing here and so it wasn't particularly good for farming so it kind of left really and grazing I think was kept it open and by some miracle a large chunk has still survived on the edge of London, and there are a few other chunks of common and heath around. There's a great tit, Blue tits, I'm sorry. No, There's a great tit. This is a great tit. I should go with my first instincts. A huge pine towering over the path here. Um, so I'm going to keep my ears open. But yeah, it's a fairly ancient landscape here's another, another great tip I've not come at the best time of year but uh, I think really May onwards is when you get a lot of the heathland flowers and a lot of the insects really interesting dragonflies and bees and butterflies here and I think you also get, there also a quite a good array of. Uh, there's a black, black, uh, black bird angry, and disturbed this morning. Very wet underfoot. Um, but it's a good array of reptiles, snakes, slow worms, and uh, common lizards. but really I've come just to see if there's a if I get a chance for this woodlark or a few woodlarks I'll check my map in a minute hopefully get away from the, the roads a bit further into the. so now I've reached a more of a vantage point it does look like I can just look across a landscape of heath and birch and bits of pine quite a lot of scrub here but I imagine this sort of area although it is a National Nature Reserve I'm sure it's always under threat from encroaching development and noise and air pollution because it's surrounded by busy roads and railways and big, big conurbations yeah the, the roar of the motorway behind me um the M3 cuts right across to the south here. The M3 cuts right across the common. And the barbarity of someone who... The, the planners, who thought oh, they just didn't think. Roads and cars were more important. Uh, Some beautiful a sapling pine trees here. that look like perfect little Christmas trees. Just dotted al- um, um, along this sort of grassland. Very peaty looking grassland. And there's lots of heather to my right. (laughs) I think I can hear a woodlark. There's something singing up ahead. Let's see if I can get a bit closer. A single magpie. I hey, that doesn't spell bad news but I just heard it's a sort of let's see, I think it was up ahead where there's a bit more of an open area I think they like open areas with the old tree to sing from can't pick it out above the traffic at the moment I would really love to Get a recording. So I looked on the um, BBC weather app this morning. It said 97% chance of rain. It's not actually raining right now, but it's not promising. It's so grey. Uh, there's something singing up here. I'm going to keep going. Definitely heard something that sounded very woodlarky. So I was in London f- last night for the Publisher Podcast Awards, which the Country Farm Magazine podcast, podcast was shortlisted in one of the categories, Specialist Podcast of the Year. Well, you can probably tell from my tone that a, we didn't win, B, I'm slightly hungover, and it's dedication to the cause that I'm out so early, in a cold, wet, and rather drab day. It's half past eight, so I've probably got, oh, what was that? Missile thrush. They look so big sometimes. Bigger than a pigeon, but they're not there goes another train off to London (laughs) from here I can see quite open land gorse in the distance and then lots of lots of scrubby woodland conifers, birch Uh, it's just beginning to rain now there's little ponds everywhere which I really like I think it's like a pond dipper's delight and the fun thing there would be come late spring going to get a whole load of amphibians, dragonflies and all sorts of stuff coming to those ponds and I bet there's some quite interesting reptile life here just got that feel, it's just a bit miserable and cold today but it still could be, I mean I don't know if there are adders here, but it does look like very good adder territory, I think if I found the right sort of place a slightly sunnier day and a fantastic Little path just winds mysteriously through tunnels of gorse, yellow flowers everywhere. Right, let's march on so we can cover some ground and hopefully pick up the sound of a, another woodlark. That was definitely was a woodlark, but I wasn't close enough to really enjoy it. I'm not even sure I picked it up on the on the audio. soil here you now it's very sandy the paths are very sandy so that's probably is and there's lichens on the ground through the ground floor this is a lovely area where I'm in now properly heathery but with quite a few pine trees I, I wonder whether they need to do some scrub clearance here because the, these pine saplings are coming through quite strongly this is probably perfect nightjar habitat a very good place to come back in late May June July hear the sound of night jars and whether the rain is just gonna suppress the any singing woodlarks. I like seeing these lichens bright green just coming through on the ground. You normally see lichens on trees so this is a different sort of I don't know my liking species there's a bright green clumps little cushions of the annoyingly the rain is beginning to come down that 97% was 100% now so i just met my first person on Chobham Common someone walking two dogs little sort of terrier-y thing and a lab he wanted a nice bite out of my bacon sandwich, which is my breakfast, so he can get lost? Another wren, that's quite a relief to hear another bird singing. And I'm in a really wide open area now grass, gra- more grasslandy, very tufty, spiky tufts of some sort of golden, golden grass. Big road right beside the common, so I might try and move. I need to. Retrace my steps a bit and head away from this road. Just realise how much of our lives we spend bombing around. I do. And I have a job that allows me to get into the countryside, but I've got this all wrong, haven't we? I think of all these millions of people driving cars with their stress levels. I know this from my own stress levels of driving. I got a speeding ticket recently. The first in my life. And, uh, well, it was a shock. But it's probably done me a favour in the long run. I know lots of people would probably disagree with this, but it has made me much more conscious of my stress levels in cars. Uh, But better to not get a ticket not get a fine not get points on the license not have a crash not feel so stressed so it has had the desired effect oh a green woodpecker lots of birds here very boggy track I love the all the different songs of the great tit did you did you did you teach it's like they're oh, here's the robin, i right underneath him so these commons, there's quite a few there's Hounslow Common, there's Horsall Common there's lots of them around but they're just fragments of this massive sort of lowland heath that used to stretch pretty much from East Anglia to Hampshire and Middlesex and Surrey uh, it's just sort of been, it's been built on because they were useless for farming these heathlands, these lowland heaths which are so rare and precious but they were built on so the rain has really settled in now and um, that's definitely suppressing birdsong and I don't think woodlarks like the rain Uh, it's so frustrating because tomorrow is going to be a really glorious spring day Uh, but uh, I have to be back in the office so uh, maybe I will try and venture out another time. So we might wrap this one up for now. Um, but yeah, so walking in the rain. I think if you don't have to go back to your office and you can just get into a rhythm, there's a different sort of atmosphere. Uh, you probably hear the raindrops falling on my hood. A um, different sort of atmosphere. No one else around. Know how to have the countryside to yourself. But then I'm uh, also contending with wet feet, cold nose, and uh, a sense of slight disappointment that uh, this would be a good place to explore. And there are definitely woodlarks here today. Address to the woodlark by Robert Burns. Oh, stay, sweet warbling woodlark, stay. Nor quit for me the trembling spray. A hapless lover courts thy lay, Thy soothing, fond complaining. Again, again that tender part, That I may catch thy melting art, For surely that would touch her heart, What kills me with disdaining. Say, was thy little mate unkind, And heard thee as the careless wind? O naught but love and sorrow joined, Sick notes awoke, woe could walk in. Thou tells a never ending care, of speechless grief and dark despair. For pity's sake, sweet bird, nay mare, or my poor heart is broken. And that's the sound of my train again. Leaving Longcross Station, deep in the in the county of Surrey, um, I've returned to Chobham Common. Chobham Common, 2 The return of the mic, um, because yesterday was such a hideous rain. There's another train in Longcross, busy today. Um, Yesterday was such a rainy, miserable, cold day that I didn't feel... Well, I felt very disappointed to be chased from the common by a little bit of rain, but I really was cold and wet, and it was very unpleasant. I looked at the forecast. I'm supposed to be in the office right now, really. Well, not right now. It's about quarter to seven in the morning. I looked at the forecast, and it was a beautiful blue... Well... There was sunshine for once and no wind. So I had to come back and hoping I can do a early morning walk. So I stayed in a little Airbnb in Egham nearby and had a night out in Egham. Well, I had a pint in the local pub. The things I do for woodlarks. Already there are song thrushes and tits in the trees. Loads more life here already. It's not raining. It's clear and still. And the road noise isn't quite as oppressive. This is a Song, th- song thrush up here. And a green woodpecker. Did hear a couple of those yesterday. Sun on a distant golden hillside. There's gorse on my left. I can see the song thrush. That silhouette. That nice rain. Ah, this is so much better. Longcross is a funny place. There's no—it's—it's it's just a station with almost no facilities. The station map has a blue blob in the middle and green all around it, so the most pretty useless. Some robin up ahead as well. Um, but there's something called Longcross Studios, which I wonder if that's like a film studio. And then there's the Went Wentworth. Golf Club, which I think is quite a famous golf club for British Championships and things like that. So, obviously, maybe Long Cross gets very busy in the summer when there's golf tournaments. and There are a few people going into the studio, but no one coming out onto the common with me. It's pretty frosty underfoot, actually, which is good because it's a little bit. Still a bit boggy as well. So much water fell yesterday. There's lots of greenwood pickers here. Absolute plethora of wrens. From where I'm looking, over little birch woods and Huge tangles of bramble. As far as I can see, this common runs off. Lovely, great hits here. There's a lot of life. So I'm just now running parallel, going heading south, I think, away from the railway, parallel to something called Burma Road. It's chilly this morning. the the wrens and the tits and the robins are all out in force this morning so I reckon I've got two or three hours walking I should be able to cover a fair amount of ground lovely flowering gorse everywhere so really it consists of this park of lots of glades, pine trees, birch trees fringing them definitely looks like a birch is intruding onto these glades a bit Lovely silvery birch. So you get these white trunks with the black horizontal markings all the way up. Lovely robin here. So wistful, wistful robin. I love the way that the song just trails off. And the M25 is here somewhere. It doesn't seem quite as oppressive today. I think maybe the wind was in the wrong direction. Wrens. We'll head more into open country here. Leave this road behind. Head where I think I heard a woodlark yesterday. There's two ducks waddling along the common, two mallards. So, I've, oh, sorry, ducks. I had to come this way. You've got the whole common to choose. It's really icy here. My fingers are getting cold. But the sun, the sun is coming up over the common behind me. So I'm now heading westly. All ducks. Those are the two ducks that I just scared they'd come back over. Bombing raid. Oh, I'm going to be grateful for the sunshine in a minute. Two magpies. Ah, excellent. Always good to see two magpies. Don't know why it is. Two for joy. It is, um... much, much needed so this is going to be be listening out the cry of the wild duck the one thing I'm determined to do today, (laughs) there they go again they're just circling me trying to make a podcast here some I was the one who scared them so uh, oh slotted hooves hoof prints in the soft I think there's a deer there'll be deer here oh, it would be nice to see some deer a robin scoots across my path now more open area the sun's just coming over the pines away to the east Here, <laughs> there's two male and female, my lord. just circling sort of vengeful oh, little bits of ice on these puddles now and ice in my fingers so I'm just about to walk out into golden sunshine and there's heather here lots of golden grasses Following, I've come off the main tracks. I'm just following a more minor track. I love the sort of splintering look of the ice on these puddles. Well, the temperature must have really dropped last night. Ah, I'm in the sun now. It is golden heathland. What a difference a day makes. To go to find these elusive. So I'm going to head towards Oyster Shell Hill. Some nice names here: Ship Hill, Burnt Hill, Chickabiddy Hill. And I'm hoping that's going to one of these high, open spots. Might be able to hear the uh, hear a woodlark. There is a woodlark. Need to be able to get across to it though somehow. over to my, it's over to the east. Hear that? That's a plane going overhead, annoyingly. Very distant, actually. Yeah, that's woodlark. I can't get across to it. I have to look at my, my map. Just a big area of boggy heath between me and it. Ullulating. very distant i like to get much closer there's a broader path here that seems to sweep around in the general direction where the sound is coming from there we go, getting closer now there's a lovely sun mist coming off the grass and the path ahead it's a really really beautiful day. I see it. It's just the top of a tree here. It's very That's the woodlark. Brown dumpy bird. In all my forty-eight years of birding, well take a few out. This is the first time I've clapped eyes and I just don't want to sing on top I talk on top of him. Chop on common surrounded by the M3, the M25 and a busy railway line has these absolute marvels singing in it flying now as close as I could just a heavenly, heavenly thing and um, he was just singing, he'll sing all day in the sunshine it is really beautiful now so I'm going to have another that's mission accomplished but what else might there be here to to tantalise Let's have a look at my map. Oh, I took some photos even, on my phone. Uh, Just extraordinary. What a joyful moment. And I'm, ah, I'm really thrilled. So I'm going to head up to Oystershell Hill, see what can be seen from there. And then uh, I can still hear woodlarks in the distance. Uh, so I'm gonna march on a bit. But yes, yeah, so I'm just mar- walking along a broad sandy track, very waterlogged. Uh, actually coming up to another woodlark. Um, gorse forests on my left, so sprinkled with the yellow flowers. And then huge stretches of heather. Is that more beautiful than the nightingale? It would help if I'd actually recorded some, some nightingale song. Oh, look. There's one just... He's just standing on a... Just standing on a little tiny shrub. The sun catching these birch trees. They are just like... The silver spears with their reddish upper branches. Almost like upturned brooms. They're really beautiful. Natural silver. I like coming to these areas where it's very different terrain to what I'm used to. So gosh it's a really boggy path but it leads up to the top of Shell Hill so I'm going to try it. Chat, that's this funny little song right there. Uh... Oh, now I can see the M3 from Worcestershire Hill. Yeah, funny little Dunnock like song. Oh, god, sun. Sunspots on my had I was looking into the sun for too long. So, this is an amazing view over the heath from Oyster Hill with the M3 behind. But I can see lots and lots of birch, open grass, and lots of glades, lots of big areas. But it's a huge, heath. glories of the glories of Chobham Common. What a day to have come. There goes a goldfinch. Two goldfinches just singing away in flight. So this is Oystershell Hill, not really. It's a a rise. As hills go, I've not even noticed the incline, but I'm atop it air smells quite fresh I think there's another yeah another woodlark here I see him little white breast on top of a birch tree lots of traffic noise here I'm afraid varies its song. Each time just a little variant. Faster, slower. Slow with notes in between. I love that one. Oh, that's lovely. And just a trill. Short phrases. I could definitely listen to this all day. Sunlit Silver Beach. A fiery sort of yellow gorse fire, forest fire at the foot. It's quite a big bird actually. It is mission accomplished. I would love to capture the Hartford Warbler song, which I missed earlier. Let's see, I'm going to slowly head back to Long Cross Station. He, because it is a he. it is fluttering high up like a skylark, shivering wings, doing these slow circles, slow loops. Uh, 200 meters up. Ah, uh, just hot, hot that. So, and am now walking on another muddy, well, it's sort of sandy mud. It's just more forgivable in some ways. It's a rather sort of smashed and broken bit of gorse as if someone's been through here in a large vehicle. I think someone has. I suspect they're pretty strict on off-roaders here. Uh, Frosty, frosty grasses and gorse. Not much heather in this part of the... uh, But I've got a view... down across... a big, wide-open, golden area. Still here, Woodlocks. Oh, one has settled right beside me. Oh, in his old tree. It's got a slightly different song. I think these are ground nesting birds. Like most larks. So they'd be very vulnerable to dog walkers. And I'm sure this place actually full of dog walkers. But obviously they've been raising young here. Doing quite well, I think, for woodlarks. 3,000 pairs in Britain. Mostly in the south, southeast. I think there's a couple of pairs in Devon, a few pairs in Devon. But as far west as they get. None in Wales, I think. Yeah, that's just divine. There are wrens, woodlarks a glorious view of the Oyster Shell Hill from this lovely sweeping path. And this perfection. What a day. The sun rising quickly. It's now about 8:30. I've had a good hour and a half wander around. I could stay all day, but unfortunately, Lalula Arborea. Lalula arborea. The woodlark. The arborea for the wood. Lalula must be for that song. Lalula lulululu. Lalula lulululu. Back towards civilization and noise, trains, computers, and the rigmarole of life but well, that was utter magic uh, so I'm heading pretty close to Long Cross station now so it's goodbye to Chobham Common and thank you to those amazing woodlarks and that's it for this season of podcasts, this season of 12 we'll be back for season 5 quite soon because it's an exciting time of year we've got spring and all the wonders of that coming up and I'm hoping to hear nightingales get out and do some fun things and I've got lots of other people making lovely audio for us so there should be some really great adventures um do tune in, do keep listening and if you haven't listened to the episodes seasons one to three uh Please do. There are so many good little adventures. I particularly recommend um, a trip, if you love birdsong, my trip to Langors Lake, and also to Martin Down. Really great experiences. Plus, I get hit by an owl. In almost hit by an owl, in Martin um, on Martin Down. So thanks very much for listening to this podcast. The BBC Countryfile Magazine podcast, or podcast as we call it, is produced in Bristol by Ben Newitt and Jack Bateman. Goodbye for now.